0: Welcome to your home for all the nerd news you need to know. Welcome to AU Radio. Mm-hmm. Joining this week, way, way over yonder, we've got from the Caterpillar Cafe Comics Corner, it's George.
1: I
2: wish comics were still coming out. Me too. <laughs>
0: um, with the Adventures Underground News Desk, we've got Hannah. Hi, guys. And making sure we don't drop the F-bomb, we've got Sam. no. I just cleaned it up. He washes our mouth out with <laughs> soap. He scoops the poop. Yep. I, of course, am your plucky sidekick Donnie. This is season 2, episode 38, Family Features, you know, for kids. <laughs> <laughs> so how is everybody doing the, the surviving?
3: Uh, surviving.
0: Super
1: duper actually.
0: I'm, doing- I'm, I'm pretty- glad
3: duper. you glad you renegotiated your terms with the sea witch and got your voice back
0: oh dude last week sucked so i i want to apologize to all of our listeners um that was on me last week i i woke up uh basically i started a cpap machine thing at night and i'm dealing with the the functions of it and i woke up without a voice one morning and it didn't go away right away so rather than have you guys listen to me screech like an owl for an hour we decided to postpone it to this week so my apologies. It could have Um, just been
3: bonus content. Donnie screeches for an hour.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's our high Patreon level, I think. Uh, $100 (laughs) Patreon tier. So we were all talking and we wanted to do basically movies that either we grew up on, watched over and over with our families, or maybe movies now that we're introducing to our families and we watch quite a bit. So, yeah, let's run with that. I know used to watch you, Indiana
1: Lee? Jones all the time when I was a kid.
0: Oh, the the yeah. first one? or All of them. All of them? The the trilogy?
1: The whole thing, because my, my grandma would always babysit me, and uh, she had just a bunch of really cool movies, and she would just plot me down and put on Indiana Jones, and I would just be sucked into it. So which is your favorite? Uh, I kind of like Temple of Doom, but I also am fond of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'll say that one's my favorite. Raiders of the Lost okay. Ark.
0: You said you watched these at your grandmother's. So we're we talking VHS, Beta, DVD. Awesome.
1: I'm
0: not, I'm not that. Just old. in the
1: last like
2: three weeks, I've actually gone back and rewatched all of them, including Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Ugh. I know, and you know what? A coworker of ours at the store named Justin um, is a huge Indiana Jones fan, and he reads a lot of the novels. And he argues very strongly, and with some good points, that the premise, at the very least, to say nothing of the movie and the quality of it itself, the story is not out of bounds for Indiana Jones. A lot of the I, I can really- I
0: can believe that. It, for me, yeah. it was mainly the execution of that movie. Um, agree, yeah. The the monkey scene with what's his face swinging through the vines was so poorly done. I just every time I think of that movie, that's the first thing I think of, and I cringe. It's so poorly done. <laughs> I I'm not my, defending it. I'm just saying I gave it a chance again.
3: That's fair. I, I think my biggest thing with the Crystal Skull is, yeah, it's not out of bounds for the books, but like it's way off left field for the other movies.
0: Yeah, and I, I kind of see where they were going for. They wanted to kind of pass the torch, but Shia just was not the right fit for Well, And
3: they came out of left field with the movie plot. They were like, oh, we're going to add like like the original three. We're going to add some like a little bit of magic and a little bit of mystery in there. And that's fine. And then they like, oh, by the way, also aliens.
0: (laughs) It belongs in a museum.
3: It belongs in a
1: museum.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So have any of you watched the the young Indiana Jones Chronicles? The ones with rubber. I Phoenix, watched some you know. of them
3: a
2: long time ago, but I never consistently. I only ever caught a few episodes.
0: Honestly, I I love that series. Um, I would love to see that get remade. Um, even just because so, maybe like a HBO show, hour long each week with a, a teenage Indiana Jones. I'd love to see that happen again. That would be fun. So, Sam, what else did you watch growing up? Um, so
1: the earliest things that I can remember were those like tv christmas specials of like the raisins what was yes that? the Ra- the charlie browns yeah. Garfield, the um, the like stop animation stop motion like um, yes all those movies those are the earliest ones that i can remember watching on tv um but then it got just like i just watched whatever so whatever my parents watched i'd watch and none of them were like a lot of them were just like random like t- i remember terminator 2 like watching that as a kid. And we're yeah. really like, this is amazing, you know? But uh, we didn't, besides like your your run-of-the-mill Disney movies uh, that I think everybody watched, I didn't really, it wasn't one type of movie. It was just like all the movies. Uh, Never ending story. I remember watching a bunch as a kid. Oh, uh, good call. Yeah. Um, People say my dog looks like Falcor.
3: He does look like a little
1: bit yeah but uh that's that's the only thing i think of off the top of my head right now
0: okay how about you hannah
3: uh so my family like didn't watch a ton of just like movies like the same movies consistently over and over again uh we had a lot of kids around my age in the family so we watched a lot of disney stuff um the ones that i remember the most growing up though were we we always watched the christmas specials every year so the movies that i watched a lot like household movies were like miracle on 34th street and a christmas story and and, you know the rudolph the red-nosed reindeer special with the singing snowman and all of those (laughs) um so like those were the kind of the family consistent movies that we watched a lot and then uh The one movie that we watched multiple times that I should not have watched as a child, as young as I was, but it was my favorite movie growing up, was the original Predator.
1: Yeah, that one too. I watched that one too. That was
3: awesome. (laughs) It was just like, yes, I love it. Um, But yeah, lots of Christmas. There was so much Christmas. Because that was the one time my whole family got together and we would all sit down and actually like all watch movies together. Otherwise, it was kind of like, oh, we'll just put on some Disney movies for the kids or more likely than not. You guys don't need to be stuck in the house. Go outside.
1: That actually reminds me the Christmas movies. It's still to this day uh, when it's Christmas time. My family watches two movies, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and A Christmas Story.
3: Oh, I was hoping you were going to say Die Hard and I was going to be like,
1: "Yeah." well, I'll. Well, every once in a while, we'll throw Die Hard in, but it's just those two movies, 100, percent every year.
3: That's fair. What about uh, what about you, Donnie?
0: So, first part of my 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 younger years, we didn't have cable. We only had the, the the three stations. So, like Sam, it was a lot of Charlie Brown Christmas and the Halloween specials, that type of thing. And then when we finally got cable. My dad also got a VCR right around the exact same time and he would constantly sign up for the HBO 30 day free trial and they record a bunch of movies. And then six months later, they would do the trial again and he'd record a whole bunch more. So we but, had just stacks. Stacked, yeah. We had stacks of VHS tapes with like four movies on each tape or something. <laughs> um,
3: Conspiracy theory. That's why we moved to DVDs.
0: That, Johnny, yeah, I, I'm down with that. So, um, the, the ones I remember watching the most repeatedly with him would have been uh, Clash of the Titans, the original one. Um, mm. A movie called Kroll, which is another science fiction fantasy type movie.
2: We have a VHS copy of that in the
0: break room at the store. Yeah.
3: I knew I yep. recognized the title. I was like, where do I know that from? Um, it's a good
0: movie. Beastmaster with the ferrets.
3: Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: let's see. What else did we watch a lot? Um, there's one that I watched repeatedly until the, the tape broke. It, it's called Midnight Madness. It's basically a scavenger hunt throughout LA. Um, it's got one of the very first appearances of Michael J. Fox, uh, the first screen appearance of Pee Wee Herman. Uh but it wasn't Pee-Wee oh, he Herman, was, it was Paul Rubens playing a role. But huh. but yeah, it's like five teams driving around LA doing a scavenger hunt. And it just it was really fun. Um that's one of the, the ones I remember that I watched repeatedly. There's a few others that I probably shouldn't have watched at that young age. Like, Dad Loved the Porky's movies, and I remember watching those. <laughs> oh, Stuff no. like that. Um, now that, you know, I've got kids of my own, we do, uh, let's see, Ready Player One's a big one in this house because it touched all of us in some way or another. You can't go wrong it. with it. Yeah, and we watched that. Um We've had a real hard time getting Lincoln interested in like Disney movies. He just he doesn't like animated movies for some reason. But a couple of weeks ago, we watched the uh, live action Aladdin and he loved it. And it's awesome. I, I got to admit, I thought it was a really good movie. They did know? a good job. Yeah, I honestly, mm-hmm. it's the first time in quite a few years that I was impressed with Will Smith's work, you know for the past decade or so most of his stuff's kind of been meh to me but this was really good so yeah we 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 tried the Lion King live action too but that was just it was horrid so what i've heard oh, come it, on it, it was it was boring like i can see what everybody was talking about with like there was no emotion in the faces and i i found it really, really dry so I tried. I'll
2: I'll touch on that one when I go through my list, but but that's fair. I hear you.
0: Okay. What do you got, George?
2: Uh, I've got a long list. Um, I uh, I watched maybe a little bit more traditionally family appropriate movies until I was like (laughs) 11 or so when I started. But the first rated R movie my dad ever had me watch with him was like Saving Private Ryan. I think at like 10 or 11. Um, Yeah. And I, I like I love that movie. That's a great movie. Um uh, but uh the more traditional ones uh Princess Bride was a huge one I love 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 that movie
0: Speaking uh, of which sidebar on that uh Princess Bride is coming to Disney Plus here in the next couple of weeks so
2: Nice That's pretty sweet Okay cool Um I've been rewatching Community and uh I was delighted that I forgot there was an episode where uh Abed and Troy are training a, a rat to respond to music and Abed names him FiveL after American Tales Five. <laughs> and uh they sing the somewhere out there song to get him to come out of the vents, <laughs> and it's adorable. Uh, but I, I love, love that movie as a kid, particularly FiveL Goes West.
1: Yeah.
3: Five Goes West was
0: art. Yeah. I love the movie. You're you're
1: you're actually causing me to remember a whole bunch of movies I watched as a kid now.
0: So Five exactly. isn't a Disney movie. What uh Dreamworks put that one out?
1: They? I don't remember maybe okay. that sounds
2: right. Um, and I guess on the mouse theme uh, the great mouse detective was also an early favorite of mine. I loved that movie.
0: Oh, is that uh, the the English mice that are Australian? Really uh, old Disney
2: movie? They're like it was almost Victorian if I remember yeah. correctly.
0: What
3: movie
2: was
0: um, it. Well, that's the rescuers I'm thinking of. Oh, the great Res- mouse detective was oh, the one. The oh, great I'm mouse
3: detective. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah, Basil. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, you know, the, there's also the the generic ones, you know, Love, Toy Story, you know, Lilo and Stitch. Uh, the Incredibles is like one of the best family superhero movies on the face of the planet.
0: So what was your thoughts on the second one?
2: Uh, you know, I,
0: it's hard to catch
2: that lightning in a bottle again, but I felt like it was a fun revisiting of the characters. And I liked I liked how ridiculously outrageous they made Jack Jack. yeah. Um, also on the note of the Incredibles, I the best roller coaster I have ever been on is in Disneyland. Well, I think we may talk about this next week, but the Incredibles Incredicoaster in the California adventure part of Disneyland is for my money the best roller coaster on the face of the planet. Somebody challenge me. Somebody somebody argue you against that point because I want to know what a better roller coaster than that one. Is. If anybody I've out there's been, been on
3: that one, so I can't can't compare it.
0: I hate roller coasters, so. <laughs> oh.
3: Medusa is still my favorite roller coaster that I've ever been on. So I haven't what been on doing? all of them. Uh, it's Six Flags Marine World in, in California.
1: Right on. With, it's a ridiculous which one was that one?
3: one? It's called Medusa.
1: I don't remember that one. I it's remember. got
3: like screws and flips and oh god it's it's like you I know they, they kind of sure.
1: come and go sometimes too the goliath was, was my cool. favorite one
3: Ooh, that's, a, good one
2: too. that's yeah. a really good one i've been on that
3: one too it's been quite a long time since i've been to six flags <laughs> so they might have replaced medusa at this point
1: we tried to go on every single roller coaster in one day but then we got sick and then we're like all right we're done
2: <laughs> so i do have more on my list i'm sorry this was a you long know, list uh, we got, uh, so we got some space jam action. That was my absolute, like, space one of my absolute favorites. I, I had a, I had a Michael Jordan, like, locker, like, little, like, tuck box next to my bed that had 23 on it and stuff.
0: Sweet. Uh, Are you yeah, looking but, forward to the sequel at all, or? You know,
2: uh, unabashedly, yes, I am. I will watch that movie and probably enjoy it no matter how cheesy it is. Um, Moving on, uh, Wallace and Gromit. I'm surprised none of you guys mentioned that, but Wallace and Gromit was a huge staple as a kid.
3: No, I only ever watched Wallace and Gromit one time when I was a kid. Oh, that's so good.
2: Um, Oh, and then honorable mention from the same production company, the movie Chicken Run. Anybody watch that one?
3: Oh, I do like Chicken Mm -hmm. Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I never saw that one. Those are both like Claymation, right? Yep. Yeah, it was a Claymation. Okay. The same style as Wallace and Gromit.
2: But uh so there was that. Um oh uh one of the biggest uh impactful movie going experiences of my life, and this is super cheesy, but it'll make sense because I guess I'm me. Um my parents were taking our family on vacation to like the Oregon Coast uh one weekend, and they pulled us out of school early and they didn't tell us, but they took us to go see the Pokemon movie the opening weekend.
3: Oh god, that Pokemon movie! Oh, I forgot all about that. I watched that so much when I was a kid. Like that was one of the the VHS tapes that I almost broke.
2: Nice, nice. Yeah, no, that was awesome, and that was one of those like crazy awesome movie going experiences where like they gave you the promo card when you got your still ticket and have stuff. That and card. Nice. I don't know if I still do. I hope I do somewhere.
3: In my little Pokemon binder, I still have it.
2: Um, that's that's awesome. Uh, Aladdin, you mentioned, a huge fan of the other ones. Even the sequels, which were probably terrible if you go back and watch them. But the uh, the
3: second one is trash, but the third one is amazing.
2: So it was Return of Jafar and then the Prince of Forty Thieves or something like that? Yeah. But the uh, the Return
3: of Jafar, they had, like, different voice actors for a lot of the characters, so everything just felt really weird. Oh, that's dumb. Then, but... Then the cast came back for for the third one.
2: Right on. Uh, so Donny, on your note about the Lion King, because yes. I like the remake for Aladdin a lot, and I, I'll admit I really liked the remake to the Lion King. But mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, maybe under
0: the influence of some of the Marilyn's <laughs> at the time, so maybe I was <laughs> a little more forgiving than you were. And <laughs> like I said, it maybe for like I said the, these new live action movies that were animated i don't know if they're for my generation per se like i said lincoln loved aladdin and i've never been able to get him to sit down and watch an entire disney movie animated movie yet so maybe this is their way of reaching out to that crowd i don't know but i thought aladdin was beautifully done and i know everybody was complaining because like jasmine's got a new song that wasn't in the original and he wasn't Robin Williams, which honestly, I think Will Smith did a fantastic job. And I agree. I think they made some fantastic choices. Like halfway through the movie, he paints himself flesh colored. And I'm like, well, that just saved a ton of money for, for visual effects. <laughs> so what, it was directed from, by Guy Ritchie for trying out. Loud. I like, know that was what had? blew me away. I was expecting not to understand any of that movie being a Guy Ritchie movie. And I they, understood the entire movie for once. Did anybody see the live action Jungle Book?
3: I love that movie.
0: Nope. Okay, cool. I haven't seen that one yet.
3: It is so good. I highly recommend it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm going back to try the rest of these live action ones like Lady and the Tramp, uh Beauty and the Beast.
3: Lady and the Tramp, Tramp was very interesting, but it is a completely new story. I mean they they kept some of the, the the basic stuff from the movie, but it's it's a very
0: different story. So like the racist cats are gone and
3: the racist cats are still there. They are just don't sing their song. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's just they, they changed some of the stuff around to make it work better as a live action and they took some right. stuff out. Um, it's still really cute. It's just not quite the same movie.
0: I'll be honest. It's been 30 years since I've probably seen it. Maybe 35 years
3: since I've seen I it? I liked it. it. It was cute. I couldn't enjoy it as much as I would have liked to because if I watch anything that has dogs in it, my dog just stands there and growls at the TV the entire time. So Really? Oh, yes. It is hilarious. Uh, there's a few scenes where there's a dog barking and he'll actually like jump up on my TV stand and bark at the TV.
0: See, just the opposite oh, happened with The Lion King. My dog actually stood up and just sat there and watched the entire opening scene. I've never watched never seen my dog actually watch tv before but he was just all intent with all those animals moving around so
3: i think if they could have taken the cgi that they did on the jungle book the live action jungle book movie and applied that to the lion king the lion king would have been a hundred times better because they did they did amazing on the jungle book of conveying the emotions in the animals without making them look
0: too fake you have anything else george um
2: not a whole lot um uh, shout out to the power rangers movie um the original uh that was yet another one of those movies that i would watch over and over again and it also introduced me uh to a high school favorite band before i really got into them uh it has higher ground by the red hot chili peppers cover uh the cover of the stevie wonder song at the beginning of the movie when they're skydiving oh that is
0: yeah i forgot all about that scene
2: it's, it's super fun. I mean, you know, like, it's cheesy. It's a Power Rangers movie, but, you know, at the I was, like, eight years old at the time, so, you know, give me a break.
0: So what is all your favorite uh, family movies out there? Write in. Let us know. Feedback, please. Um, please, talk to us. We're so lonely. <laughs> I haven't heard her ding on my email box in weeks. <laughs> so funny that we're, we're talking about the Disney live-action stuff because Disney announced this week that their next live action film based on the cartoon will be Robin Hood. Oh, really? I'm hmm. very intrigued. How? Yeah, animals playing humans playing. Uh, so furries is what? Yeah, th- this is going to be a very unique movie. Wait, I think.
3: Wait, wait, so, wait.
2: So is it animals?
0: Yeah, they're gonna. It's it's basically the the Robin Hood movie that Disney put out with the the fox and the rooster and all of them. But live action.
2: You know what? The furry community needs a win in the you know the film industry. This is good.
0: See, I want to hear Drew's feedback <laughs> on this idea because he's a huge fan of that movie. He's even got the rooster tattoo on his arm. So
2: I, I've got a feeling, just knowing Drew, he's probably gonna be opposed.
0: Probably. So probably. yeah, that that's slated to happen when the world opens up.
3: I, I'm like so, I'm trying so hard to picture what they're gonna do because like in my in my most horrible nightmares it's like cats
0: oh but oh,
3: yes. robin hood <laughs> and i'm just like please don't do that
0: uh let's
2: see so, uh we'll definitely not have the butthole cut of that movie if that's the case <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh come on we need the snakes <laughs> butthole in that movie hashtag snake butthole um <laughs> venom 2 they finally announced the title and the release date it will be venom let there be carnage coming june 25th 2021
3: i'm Uh, so excited
0: i don't hate that at all
3: i love that
0: long as it gets a better wig i'll be fine with it that's fair (laughs)
3: I've been saying since that movie comes out, came out, like all I have wanted is just Eddie and Venom, like a buddy cop drama, like slice of (laughs) life in the city where it's just them learning to be roommates. And then occasionally they go eat bad guys like that's all I want from life. I will watch an hour of that every week if they make it.
0: Does Carnage ever played a good guy in any of the comic storylines?
2: With Carnage?
0: Yeah, I don't think he's ever been the anti-hero like Venom has. has no, he?
2: no, never, no.
3: But on purpose.
2: Well, he, he's usually the reason that Venom turns into an anti-hero. Like, it's usually because of something that Carnage has done where he's like, ah, crap, it's my kid's fault, I gotta take care of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, let's see, we got... Um... James Gunn had dropped a new Awesome Mix playlist on Spotify with tracks that didn't make the first two movies. So if you listen to Spotify and want some good music, he's got a whole new Awesome playlist up there.
2: Do you just look for a James Gunn Awesome Mix playlist? That's
0: what I would Google or look for. Okay. I'm not really into Spotify, so. Um, There's a Hunger, Hunger Games prequel in the works that should be out in a year or two. That honestly, that's a world that
2: has a lot of lore behind it that like, I, whether you like the movies or not, there's a lot of territory to explore with that kind of an idea.
0: There is. Cause they never really mentioned how they got to where they're at in society that way. And, and I could see it working. Well, I kind of I alluded
1: to some of it, but yeah, they could
0: Well, they alluded to it, but they didn't really, you know, get in, in depth the, uh, how they ended up with all these different territories and like,
2: you know. I could see um, I could see the character that Woody Harrelson plays maybe getting a little bit more of a backstory
0: yeah that would work
3: I, I don't hate that idea I'm not a huge Hunger Games fan but it, it's not a bad franchise
0: no it wasn't a bad franchise. I even read the books I got bored at one point and went, blew through the books and it wasn't bad I mean the 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 stupid love triangle and it was really unneeded. But other than oh, that, I think. That's
3: that's a young adult.
0: Uh, broken, yeah, no, I know, mean. but honestly, she could have had one love interest and the book would have still turned out the same, I think.
3: But where would the drama be?
0: Right. You mean other than hunting each other for sport? That yeah, drama? Yeah, yeah. Nobody Wait, wants we'll, to read
3: that stuff. No. It's all about the love triangle.
0: Throw in some vampires, a werewolf or roll for two, we'll be fine.
3: be Twilight. There you
0: go. Ooh, the Twilight games. Hmm. I've got a new book series to pitch.
2: They'd be
0: killing each other, right? Yeah. Uh, Let's see, WWE cut over 100 positions this week due to COVID-19, laying off a lot of backstage talent and about 30 different wrestlers. So they are downsizing due to this. I
1: actually have a dream that's kind of relative to that, that I had last night. Really? I was at a uh, metal concert backstage and the announcer dude came back to me and he handed me the microphone. He's like, all right, now it's time for you to go out and celebrate your like world weight world. your like heavyweight world championship belt that you'd won. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then he pushes me out on stage and I've had this belt in my hand and there's like a million people like shouting for me. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> And then I uh, went back, and then I was trying to figure out, like, wait, when did this happen? <laughs>
0: <When> did <laughs> I, I like, wrestle like, like,
1: did I get that? I was like, I must have. And then I woke up. It was really trippy.
0: And on top of that, um, XFL, which just launched this season, filed for bankruptcy and they folded. So didn't he just ben- dump like a ton of money into that? Oh yes, a couple hundred million of his <laughs> own money. He cashed out a bunch of WWE stock to do it. Tony, did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Um, Oh, so good news. HBO Max is uh, give us their launch date for May 27th. So.
3: Oh. To the max.
0: To the max, baby. Uh, speaking of HBO, HBO Proper has renewed Westworld for three more seasons. For three more seasons? Three more seasons. Wait, I thought it, they're like hurtling towards a conclusion,
2: I
1: thought.
3: Not anymore.
1: Apparently not. I thought it was getting like they're, worse they're and just worse.
3: Gonna, just going to close this story arc and start a new one. It's fine. Hey, Jesse
2: Pinkman's in this season. I've been enjoying it. Hmm. Uh,
0: Have you been looking? I haven't. I haven't. It I, I, I watched season one and I haven't picked it back up since.
3: I don't even uh, know what it's out. It I, hmm.
2: I love that show a lot. I'm a little bit of a fanboy, so I'll probably ignore some of the dips in quality throughout the next three seasons, but I'm enjoying it so far.
0: Uh, Fandango acquired Voodoo from Walmart. Um, If you're wondering, Walmart had their own streaming service called Voodoo for a while. Fandango has purchased it from them, so it'll be Fan Voodoo or Voodango or... (laughs) Voodango. We'll see where that goes.
2: Oh, uh, something that I noticed just over the last few weeks or so, we may have even reported on it, but just on the note of HBO, um, if you have a regular Hulu subscription, you can watch a good chunk of HBO's content on Hulu right now.
0: Yeah, I've noticed they're dumping a lot more of their series onto the regular Hulu instead of the, you can pay $10 more a month to get the HBO stuff too. I'm actually plowing through the last season of uh, Silicon Valley right now. Oh,
2: don't. that's so funny. Drew yeah. and I, uh, Drew's enjoyed that show and I've watched it all the way through, but he hasn't. And so we're going through and we're on like season three, I think. and just going through and watching it over again. It's such a good show.
0: Yeah, I'm like I said, I cut I the cord right around uh, the beginning of season five and I picked season five up here and there. And then, like I said, I'm halfway through season six right now. So there are I so many that.
2: characters I love on that show so much. Right. But good stuff. It's funny because
0: the uh, his assistant or I can't the tall, lanky guy that's in that show, dude. Yeah, Jared. He uh basically plays the same character on the show called Avenue Five. Yes. Which, yes, he does. I love him on that show too. Which, if you haven't checked that one out, it's on Amazon. No, not Amazon. It, was that it?
2: That's that's right? the one that has Hugh Laurie is the lead, right?
0: Right. It's got house as the, the ship's uh, captain. <laughs> I can't remember, what, can't remember what, Can't remember what channel that was on. Uh that's HBO2. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just finished that one last week. I love the season finale of that one. So good. So yeah, he's on Avenue 5. Uh, if you haven't, that's a science fiction show where basically it's the love boat in space and things go terribly wrong. It becomes red dwarf very quick. So
2: absolutely. Hmm.
0: For those of you that are looking for a new animated movie, um, Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge came out this week. Um, it's by the same animation studio that's been doing all of the DC movies, so the animation is stellar. But this one is not for kids. Oh, my God, this thing was so gory. I loved it. Um, it's basically what you would expect from a Mortal Kombat movie animated. did they have uh, fatality? Oh, yes, all sorts of fatalities nice um but that's out now for streaming or dvd purchase i do believe so check that out mortal kombat scorpion's revenge uh if you ever wanted to eat food that you've seen on the marvel movies now you can Eat <laughs> the marvel cookbook is out so
2: <laughs> i bet they have a good recipe for shawarma in there i can't oh, think I of a
1: so. single thing that i've seen on those movies that i want to that can even remember
0: shawarma what well, yeah shawarma shawarma yeah i know they the pictures they showed there were two from guardians of the galaxy that looked dubious (laughs) at best
2: no i so so sure guardians of the galaxy but the rest of it i'm thinking like they're gonna have a bubba gump like shawarma style like they're gonna have like i don't know i can't start naming off but like it's just gonna be like a hundred recipes of different kinds of shawarma
3: probably
0: So so it's funny in the long long ago actually had a theme park down in Florida and they had uh, a Marvel restaurant where you could get like Johnny Storm chicken fingers or just all sorts of random stuff. And they had a really old cookbook of that that I actually had for the longest time. Nice. uh, Speaking of HBO Max, uh, J.J. Abrams has announced that he won't be casting Matt Ryan as Constantine in the HBO Justice League Dark series. He's gonna go with uh, somebody different to keep No. Those two. Yep.
3: No. Why?
0: Because DC cannot put together a cohesive universe. DC, s-
3: stop it!
0: You're gonna well, have five Google different Google Flashes Google. and three different Constantines and. Yeah, but that, Matt Ryan's the best. There was only two different Constantines. I know. Now there will be three.
3: How no. Is the
0: yeah, I. Well, that's disappointing. I mean, Matt Ryan has basically said flat out he'll play this character until he's dead. He loves it so, so much. He's so good at it. He's he's the best at it. He's I'm so sorry. good at it. Like I, I kind of liked the movie, the the Keanu Reeves movie. But after I, I seeing see Matt Ryan see. as Constantine, it's hard to go back and watch that movie and have Keanu sell himself as Constantine because he doesn't cut it.
2: No, I'm he's, right just, with he's just a
0: different that was one of my, like flavor of Keanu. Yeah, that was
3: one of my favorite Was Keanu as Constantine? I was like, dude, this is amazing. No, what we have now is better.
0: Yes, and Matt Ryan just encapsulates that character so perfectly. Like, I would love to be able to see him do an HBO Max dark series of Constantine because he'd be able to cuss, he'd be able to have sex if he needed to, you know. He, he could actually bring that character to the full depth that it is written to be. DC, yep. quit disappointing people. <laughs> Just when you think Get of it getting together. it together. I usually
2: forgive them for more than most, but this is this is a bit of a blow.
0: Yeah, I was a little disappointed JJ for saying that too, but it might not have even been his choice. It could have been DC going, we don't want these characters being in two different, eh, whatever. Yeah.
3: have you read your own comics?
0: (laughs) No, they rebooted last week, so (laughs) they have no clue what's going on. (laughs) Speaking of that, has anybody heard any news on comics as far as are we ever going to see them? Are they going to go digital? What is going on with the comic universe right now?
2: So comics will come back in print form. Um, You know, it's funny. I was actually, I was talking to somebody about this recently, but uh, if I had to venture a guess, some of the most valuable comics to come out of our decade or our generation or whatever you want to call it are going to be the comics that start coming out right out the gate because they're going to be so short printed that they're going to be hard to get your hands on like shops like us will stock as many as we can, but even we are having to go down to like, you know, we'll, we'll order the comics that people are requesting like on the pull list and that kind of thing. But Above that, it's going to be really hard to have extra product on the shelf for a little while. So, if you're a comic book collector, make sure you're out there letting your shop know what titles you want when they come back because they will come back. It's just a matter of time and everybody's going to be trying to get their hands on their books again and it's going to start to get crazy. So,
1: that's a good point. um, Get ahead of that. Um,
3: It's not uh, for the big comic stores, but there are two indie publishers called. It's alive and black mask studios um that are currently running a thing where if you buy comics from them, they will donate half of the purchase to whatever local comic book store you choose. Oh,
0: that's cool. That's meantime,
3: cool. I just thought that was cool. that's that had come across my Facebook feed um a few days ago and I was like, oh well that's really neat. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. There's and actually those- a couple of game manufacturers that are doing that too. Um, we've actually had a couple of like little PayPal credits that have come in because customers of ours have ordered from I think Yellow, like yellow games. Mm-hmm. Um has a, has a similar program to that. So we've gotten a little kickback from them, which is super nice. Nice.
0: And for those of you who are listening that don't know, um, Adventures Underground offers a uh, a small poll list discount. So if you do have a poll list, um you do get a a little bit of a bump on that. So uh Head on in when they're available and uh, get your pull list fixed. I know I got to get mine fixed. It's a mess right now.
3: I mean, oh, we, and then- we are doing curbside pickup and over the phone orders. So if people want to pick up their pull list and they've had some stuff sitting in there, obviously nothing new has come out in the last like month and a half, but you can pick up the stuff you had.
0: I've been, I know I've been using them to, to get, uh, I've just finished the entire run of uh, the Immortal Hulk and end up getting all six collected volumes of that. So I do appreciate them being open, be able to get those without much hassle. So thank you, Adventures.
3: Our pleasure. We we can.
0: (laughs) Um, Speaking of Adventures, my son this week got the quarantine box from them.
3: Oh, yeah, we saw your unboxing video, and we all loved it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, other than he got a set of hands for a figure that, we're not sure who it went to. It goes
3: to. to a Goku figure.
0: Yeah, that was the only thing in that box. We're like, huh? They so, told me
3: about that afterwards. And I was like, that goes to a like an actual figure like that's supposed to go with the figure.
0: The I couldn't believe it. I was looking because it said uh, the price on the bottom, it's like 3,500 yen, which is like $36 for two hands and a bow staff for that figure. I'm like, how much was the figure?
3: so much money that figure was so much money
0: but yeah he got he got some really cool stuff he got a couple games he got uh a book that we're currently making him read for school which oh yeah he loves that um let's see oh he got this uh rocket that was really cool we're actually thinking of uh dipping our toe into the model rocket realm here soon so we'd be
3: nice
0: do it let's we're we're trying to figure out the logistics because like everything on Amazon, uh, you've got to buy other like motors and this and that, and I'm trying to find like the entire kit where we can just open the box, put it all together, and launch it without having to buy 18 other things. That's fair. You know, it's not that easy. And I, since I know nothing of the rocketing realm, I'm afraid I'm going to buy a motor that's going to blow him up or something. So.
3: Well, your Research. your rocket your rocket should have the packaging it should say what motors are good for it
0: yeah but like i said the current shopping situation makes it near impossible to figure that stuff out on your own
3: well hey donnie if you shoot your friends over at adventures underground an email we can see what we have in stock and see if we can't hook you up with some motors for your rocket
0: (laughs) i was actually going to order the entire kit from you guys but apparently you don't have a rocket expert in your store so
1: well, Robert's we have Robert?
0: probably the closest thing. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So yeah, I'll have to shoot him an email and, and have him educate me on rockets before our, I have my son light and dangerous explosives on fire. Um because other than that, you guys got of- anything or uh, the what? Sorry. So
3: we are actually um for from some adventures underground news uh we are opening back up the cafe on monday for curbside to go so the cafe itself won't be open but we'll be taking online orders and doing curbside you know people will run out your coffee to you so if you you want to come support the caterpillar cafe, what are the
0: hours for that because last time i tried that they didn't open at their normal
3: um i think we're going to be doing it it's not going to be the normal hours it's going to be like the same as our a uh, curbside pickup for AU. So I think it's going to be noon to five. Okay. Um, There will be a Facebook post about that going up in the next day or two. So keep an eye on Facebook. We'll be letting you know exactly what we're doing. We we discussed that today and we're all really excited about it.
0: Cool. Tell them you heard it from here.
3: <laughs> Mention AU Radio. You won't get a discount, but we'll give you a <laughs> star.
0: We'll give you a thumbs up and a punch on your punch card, folks.
3: Get karma points.
0: <laughs> uh, anything else happening with the store?
3: Uh, a big thank you to everybody local and not local who's been ordering. Um, It has, we have been getting so many orders every single day, uh, enough that we've been able to bring in a couple extra people. So it's been huge. Like <laughs> the support has been amazing.
0: Did I see that you guys are doing some kind of thing with Octopus Garden?
3: Yeah, uh, we have an Octopus Garden uh, incense bundle, so we're trying to help them. Uh, so we, it's actually listed on our website. It's a bundle of incense that they put together. It's, for I think it's twenty dollars, and it is an amazing bundle. Like there's three different types of incense, uh, four, three or four different types of incense. Uh, there's like a burner and some cute little figures and stuff, and all of the money that we take for that goes directly back to Octopus Garden to help them. So sweet so
0: uh anything here. else
2: no nope. um just just if you're bored and you um have some uh some of that you know sweet sweet government stimulus check that you want to spend on entertainment just let us know give us a call or check out our website and stuff and yeah we're we're doing everything we can to try and help people keep themselves occupied in in these dark times
0: yeah like i said the quarantine kits that they've got are amazing folks um they got one for pretty much every age group, uh, boy, girl. You just let them know what you want, and they will make a specialized kit just for you. So uh, wrapping that up, uh, Sam, thank you for being here. No problem. Hannah, as always. Always a pleasure, Donnie. Thank you. And George. Thank you, Donnie. Oh, thank you, George. Join us next week while we talk about our favorite Fantasy vacation spots that we want to head to Once this whole mess is lifted With that folks We are out of here Nothing can kill the the gross.
3: You've been listening to AU Radio Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com Views expressed do not necessarily reflect The views and opinions of Adventures Underground AU Radio Podcast is a production Of Adventures Underground Copyright 2018 All Rights Reserved